the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today, for taking the time to improve your life by learning uh, by some wise people that I have on the show. Today's topic is masterminds. Um, it's something that I've grown really passionate about. I'm currently reading the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He talks a lot about masterminding. And as I've thought of uh, my kind of rise to where I am today, uh, a lot of that is just uh, due to the people that I've surrounded myself with, the wisdom that they've shared, the encouragement, uh, the things that I've learned by going to different events where I've surrounded myself with people who are where I want to be and who are that support system to me. So today I have two guests that really excel in this area. I'm super excited for our first guest, uh, Greg Reed. And Greg, uh, just to tell you a little bit of background, I mean, this guy's phenomenal. He has done some of the the biggest and best, uh, what I call mastermind, I'm doing air quotes because they may not actually be called masterminds in the title, but to me they're masterminds. He's done some of the biggest and best masterminds. In fact, uh, Secret Knock, which he's done for a couple of years now, is listed by Forbes as one of the must-attend events to go to, and he has attracted some phenomenal people to, to those events. I had the privilege of uh, participating and being involved in the Spirit Summit, or excuse me, the City Gala and City Summit, where Greg actually got to interview people like Halle Berry and John Travolta, and he's excellent on stage. And beyond that, you guys, he's just a really great guy. Every time I talk to Greg, I walk away feeling uplifted and uh, feeling like I'm a rock star. So he's a great person to have in your life. Greg, are you there? Because you are a rock star, sweetheart. I mean, you're doing uh, absolutely amazing. Oh, sis, I, my first question, you, you got an H in the middle of your name. Is that so people could find you on the internet or to make yourself different or what, 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 why'd you add the H? Okay. Well, for those of you, this is a movie reference, Greg. So I'm going to, I'm going to test your movie skills. The H stands for homeless. What movie is that from? Don't know. Tell me. Okay. Okay. Man from Snow River. No, the H, uh, my middle name. Well, I don't really have a middle name. My maiden name is Hildebrandt. Yes. We added the H in there. If you Google Allison Larson, there's actually quite, a couple of quite famous people with the same name as me. Uh, now, of course, not as famous as I am now, hopefully, but now uh, some great professors and things like that. So the H just made it a little bit easier for people to, to find on Google. And my maiden name's actually Hildebrandt. So it was a lot shorter to put the H there than to write the whole Hildebrandt out. So that's well, the story that behind that. It, that makes sense. It's so interesting. I went by Greg S. Reed my entire career. And then finally, mm-hmm. I bought the domain gregreed.com and now I'm going to be my own self and it's so interesting so I did the same exact thing for uh, the Google search stuff but you're talking about masterminds surround yourself with positive like-minded people you know we always say that we're a reflection of the folks we hang around the most and our income attitude and lifestyle is the average of the group if you hang around winners you become one too it seems like everywhere I turn my head you're always somewhere networking with amazing people my big question to you is how in the world do you get access to so many groups and associations 
Yeah, you know, and that's a that's a great question, Greg. And you guys I told you Greg's excellent interviewing, so I'm I'm actually really enjoying this. I'm I'm the one getting asked the questions now, but you know, a lot of people did ask me that, and I think it comes down to a couple things, Greg. First of all, I grew up with a father who's uh, a local celebrity. He's he was a newscaster in a, in a small area, and so everywhere we went, you know, I always felt like people were um, looking at me, I always felt like my, my father was a celebrity. I got to meet some pretty cool people growing up, got to do some cool things. And I've just never been intimidated uh, by somebody's status. I've never seen people as above me or beneath me. Uh, to me, a person's just a person. And definitely, I respect the achievements and the accomplishments of certain people, and they've worked hard to get there. But, you know, for me... Uh, a lot of people have asked me, Allison, how did you get that person to speak on your stage? <laughs> how are you connected with them? And quite honestly, I just thought they were a cool person. And so I, I talked to them or I asked them. And a lot of these people I met at events, such as the events that you do, Greg, and I just walked up to them and I started talking to them. Or they came up and walked up to me and started talking to me. And, you know, I called them or I texted them. And I think... What it comes down to is a lot of times we're afraid. We think, well, this person has a certain accomplishment or, um, you know, they're at a certain status or level in their life, and they just are afraid to talk to them, and I just have never had that fear. I just basically yeah. ask. So yeah, and, thank and, you and for the most successful, And the most successful people are also the most available, don't you think? Yeah, I think to, I think to a certain point, um, you're definitely, definitely right. So tell me your take, Greg, because I know you have had these events. You've gotten a lot of people speaking on your stages. Um, I, I met you at actually, I think, for the first time at an event in Beverly Hills and then reconnected with you at Ryan Long's event um, in Hollywood and then saw you again uh, when we did that, that, that city summit in City Gala. How did you start connecting with people and how did you get some of these uh, people into your life uh, that are currently in there now. Well, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned thinking grow rich, and people that are not familiar with my work. Hi, everyone. My name is Greg. I'm an author, speaker, filmmaker. I've been publishing about sixty books in forty-five different languages, but I'm most well recognized for working on the Think and Grow Rich series through the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And I basically got a golden ticket, a letter of recommendation from the folks who run the Napoleon Hill Foundation and their surviving family in Napoleon Hill to help carry on the teachings of the 20th best-selling book in history. So I basically got a Willy Wonka you know, ticket to meet anyone on the planet Earth. And so I get to reach out to them to tell their stories in book and film. And so I have a reason to reach out to them. And I've also realized that most of these people, at least in my situation, are the most successful people are also the most available. If you're brand new at something, you're happy-go-lucky, you're fresh, you're cool. If you're at the top, you're happy-go-lucky, you got nothing to prove. Usually when you're in the middle, mm -hmm. pain in the neck. You know, you're filled with ego, you're edging God out, you're finding your own voice. So for myself, I realize if you just jump to the front of the line, you can literally go right into the club bypass the guy who bouncer and the velvet ropes and go right to the front. And so when I wanted to even start writing books, I didn't go to people who wrote books. I went to people who sold books. They're two different animals. And I asked the people that were getting the results that I want so I could start doing it for myself. That's how it all happened. I really like that. So, so, and you said a couple of key things in there, uh, jumping to the head of the line, you looked to people uh, for results. 
So if you were able to articulate that into three keys, if there's somebody listening right now and they think, oh, you know, I want to, I want to do what Greg has done. I want to, I want to write these books. I want to put on events. I want to be associated with certain people. And in a way, Greg, I mean, you really are super successful. And so I want to learn from you. But what would be your three tips or the three keys that you would give somebody to becoming super successful in the industry that you're in? Well, I'll just give just one tip because this one tip will go across any industry in the world. The successful people seek counsel and failures listen to opinion. And Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You're going to have to say that again. (laughs) I'm like, I want to write that down. Say it one more time. Yeah, successful people seek counsel but failures listen to opinion. And counsel Mm -hmm. is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship, People that have already paved the way where opinion is usually based on ignorance, lack of knowledge and experience, like a family friend who's never done what you're about to venture upon. If you go to a family friend and say you're going to write a book, they might talk you out of it because they've never done it. They have no idea what they're talking about. If you go to Mark Victor Hansen, who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and say, hey, Mark, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write a book. He'll say before you get started, here's what you need to know and give you counsel based on wisdom, knowledge, and mentorship. If we would spend our activities only seeking counsel and ignoring people's opinion, that's the day your life would change. So at Secret Knock, we only bring in the actual person. Look, we don't have coaches and teachers and mentors. Those are awesome people, and there's a million events for that. What we do is just bring the actual human being. So if you want to start a nonprofit, here's the founder of Make-A-Wish. If you got an idea for a clothing line, here's a guy who did the boots. If you like fancy sports cars, Here's Tonino Lamborghini all the way from Italy. If you see, you know, spy films and want to know what's up, we bring in Edward Snowden. The whole idea is how do you get access to the exact person? And to me, that's what success is all about. Well, and I love that. And, you know, you bring up a point, and this is something that's really stuck out to me as I've read Think and Grow Rich. And as somebody who's struggled with perfectionism, and I think anybody who becomes super successful has an element of that. They want to do the best they can. That's what pushes them. That's what drives them. But uh, one of the downsides of that is the fear of the criticism of other people. And perfectionists are afraid of what other people are going to say and, and think. And what you're really saying is, hey, you know, you may have people in your life that you love that are part of your life, but really, if they aren't the expert in that field, if they haven't been successful, don't fear their criticism. Don't let that stop you, but look to somebody who's accomplished what you're wanting to accomplish and get their counsel. So I really, I really like that, Greg. Um, Tell me, and I, I love to hear these. I'm a big story person. I think there's a statistic out there that says, you know, and I don't even remember the statistic, but something like, you know, 87% of people remember stories after a presentation and only 3% remember statistics. So I'm all about the story. Uh, I, I would love to hear a cool story. I know I've heard several of people that have attended Secret Knock of connections they've made, uh, but is there a story that you could tell us? About someone that's come and done something special? Yeah, yeah, or a success story, somebody that's come to one of your mastermind events. And by the way, I want to get more into this because Secret Knock is not the only thing you do. So I want to talk about some of the other events that you do. But tell me a success story, maybe somebody who's come to one of your events, who's been inspired, who's become successful. Uh, Is there anything coming to your mind? Oh, there's just countless of them. The the main thing is... I know. uh, Yeah, there's... Which one are you going to pick? 
Well, there, there's so there's so many events you can go to. They they brag about all that stuff. Our whole thing is a community, and so the whole idea is that we don't take credit for other people's success. And so the whole thing is we just say, hey, look, if if you want to meet all these amazing people, we put them in a room. It's up to you to go do something special. The the inventions that have come, the business deals, the the multi you know billion dollar deals, those all happen organically, and that's what we want to do is create an environment and a family. And the next events, like you said, that we're working on is. Uh, you know, we got prosperity camp coming up. I've been on this journey where I'm interviewing people worth a hundred million to a billion dollars. And in my house, I sit them in a stool and say, Hey, how'd you do it? What, how did you, you know, what angles did you do? Who'd you leverage with? Uh, you know, what'd you manipulate? How, you know, all the different techniques. And then we start applying and as a group session, start saying how we can apply those same principles towards ourselves and our own business. And I got to tell you, it's, probably been the most spectacular project I've ever been involved with. Better than all the other things combined, I'd say Prosperity Camp and Wealth Hack is the, the greatest joy I've ever had. Well, it was interesting. We had a conversation about this, and it was quite a while ago. I don't even know if you remember the conversation, but I do, because some of the things you said really stuck out to me. And for anybody out there listening, I, I, I will warn you right now, if you want rainbows and butterflies, you probably want to mute your phone for a little bit or stop listening, push pause, go do something else. But if you want reality, if you really want to know how to be successful, one of the things that I learned from Greg and the things that you told me, Greg, is that people in this industry do not become wealthy. Speakers, authors, mentors, they really do not become wealthy by doing those things alone. Um, I think we even talked about Tony Robbins. I mean, he, he made his fortune really investing. So one of the things that you told me that stuck out to me that you have been learning by interviewing these people is it really does come down to smart, wise investments. And the thing that I, that I walked away with, and I'd love for you to expand on this, is that sometimes I spend too much time in my right brain space and my emotional, passionate, sharing my message with the world. And those things feed me. It's like air to me. It absolutely sustains my soul. But in order to sustain my, you know, my body, my house, you know, provide for my kids, things like that, there has to be another component to that. So can you, uh, can you talk about that a little bit and what you've learned from those people who are truly wealthy? Yeah, and a lot of that stuff, what you're implying is a little kind of behind-the-door secret that I've been working on this book for a year and a half, and it comes out next year, and I, I will, trust me, do a big reveal when it comes out. But I will say this, that successful, the most wealthy people, I'm not talking about successful, joy, tranquility, kumbaya, hold each other's hands and do chance. I'm talking about people that are wealthy, 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 worth hundreds of millions to billions. Very few of these people actually followed their, quote-unquote, you know, passion for success. What they did is they sought and seized opportunity, and then they used that opportunity to create massive wealth, and then they used that wealth to finance their passion. Look, you can get And some of those opportunities weren't sexy at all. That's the thing that got me. I mean, but yeah, you're exactly right. They used those unsexy, you know, not necessarily cool or things that they were passionate about, but they used those opportunities to finance the things they were passionate about. That's that. Just as you say that again, that's really that really stuck out to me. Um, So I'm sorry. The one, the one, the one guy, Brian, and I know we're going to do a break in a couple minutes, so I'll keep this short. But I asked him, he made almost a billion dollars in raw land, and I go, "How'd you do that?" And he goes, "Time plus dirt is wealth." 
He says, I find a town that grows about 20 to 25% a year. You go on Google Maps, you can see it anywhere. He says, I look for Main Street, and I draw a line out eight miles, and I buy the land. He goes, I use that dirt and rent it to farmers who pay the lease so it's free, and I get vegetables for many years. As a town grows exponentially, eventually it ends up on my plot. Since I'm on Main Street and I own the biggest amount of land, that's what I sold to the big box stores for 100 times what mm-hmm. I paid. He says, that's how you do it. And it's interesting. Every single thing, whether it's gold, silver, diamonds, oil, whatever it is, there's a system. And what WealthHack, the project I'm working on, is hacking each one of those programs to teach people like you and I how the wealthy get what. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really I love that. One of my pet peeves, Greg, I, I'm going to talk about pet peeves here for just a second. And if we need to take a break... We'll come back and finish this conversation. But one of my pet peeves in this industry, and I keep seeing it over and over and over again, is what, or what I call pretenders. So they're people that speak from stage about being successful, and they themselves have not reached that level. And you talked about finding people that are where you want to be and getting that counsel. Well, something that really bothers me is people that get up on stage and pretend have success that they don't have, and then they counsel people on how to achieve that success. Now, there's success in many different areas. There's financial success. There's, you know, that kumbaya success, really, you know, finding that alignment. But one of the things, too, that I want to bring up is if you're going to get on stage and you're going to speak about something, make sure that you are in integrity and you're speaking on something that you truly are successful in. Uh, because that's that's a pet peeve of mine. I, I don't know. Have you seen that at all in this industry? Does that bother you? Well, absolutely. And I know we're going to be going to break right now. And let's elaborate a little bit on that when you get back. But remember this. A good student works on what they need help with the most. And as long as we're coming off authentically, like I'm doing now, saying, look, I want to be more wealthy. That's why I'm working on it. I want to be happier. That's why I'm working on it. And you share it from that place. It's a different point of view. Let's take a break and continue when we get back. Okay, love it. We'll leave with authenticity. Uh, When we come back, more from Greg Reed. As you can tell, uh, this man really, truly is is wise, and he has paid the price, spent the time, done the research, been around the people, and created some powerful masterminds that are changing people's lives. So when we get back from break, more with Greg Reed. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Greg Reed Show takes you behind the scenes with some of the most successful entrepreneurs and influencers the world has to offer. Greg S. Reed is known as a master storyteller and a highly sought after motivational keynote speaker. You'll learn that successes have their downsides and challenges as well. Find out how Greg and his guests have overcome these challenges to become some of the top influencers today. Listen to The Greg Reed Show, Mondays at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Influencers. Have you ever checked out In the Limelight with Clarissa Burt? You don't know what you're missing. Clarissa has a great circle of friends and influencers. How do you live a model life? Find out when Clarissa puts her amazing guests and engaging topics under the spotlight. We'll talk with the masters from art, science, food, health, finance, beauty, and business. 
You really can't miss a single show. Join us every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. I'm here with the fantastic Greg Reed. Uh, Greg, we've been learning so much from you about masterminds, about counsel, about looking to people. I, we kind of left it off with really being authentic. When you get up there on stage, uh, just be authentic. Be who you are. Uh, pe- that's why people want to listen to you. Now, Greg, I don't know if you have anything more to say about that, but I do know that you have a really special offer for us. So I, I wanted to give you that opportunity to tell our listeners about it. Well, yeah, I do want to continue a little bit. Remember this. Remember, it's our responsibility to do due diligence. That's it. Uh, so the realities are if somebody comes up and says, hey, I've got a, a magic can of beans, say, great, well, can you prove that? Do you have any uh, testimonials? Is there a way that I can Google and find more information? Is there a money-back guarantee? Don't be afraid to do your due diligence before you buy any product or follow any guru. That's the best thing I can recommend. And then here's what I'll do. Anyone right now, uh, by the way, I'm going to put a, a clock on this because I'm a big stickler for action. You have three minutes. That's it, three minutes. Anyone that emails me at my personal email, it's Greg at gregreed.com, and read is R-E-I-D. So greg at gregreed.com and say, I'm listening. I will send you a complimentary success library direct to your home or office. Now, I'm not talking about digital downloads and all that fake stuff. I'm talking about real, tangible books that you can have in your success library. Three minutes, anyone that emails me, greg at gregreed.com, I'd be glad to send you this. I'm going to do it to one person, so whoever takes action, that's who will get it. Do you have another question? Because I know you've got amazing guests coming up. I can't wait to listen. Is there anything else I can do for you? Yeah, you know, Greg, you are a super successful person. You've created these masterminds where people can go, where they can become inspired. You've just made an incredible offer for whoever emails you, your entire library, If you could leave us with one piece or tip, advice to becoming super successful, what would that be? Well, again, surround yourself with the people that are getting the results you want. When I went to Africa and summited Mount Kilimanjaro, I did not ask some surfer kid in La Jolla to take me up this side of the cliff. What I did is I found the Sherpa, the porters that had climbed it eight, nine hundred times. And wherever they put their boot print, I put my boot print because I knew by following successful actions of others, I could do it as well. 
So the key to success for me is to surround yourself with people that are getting the results you want. And I want to say again, thanks for having me on today. I appreciate you. You know, I'm a big fan of yours. And if there's anything I can ever do for you in the future, I'm here for you. Thank you. And if, for those people, Greg, real quick, for those people who want to follow in your footsteps, how can they do that? Well, just email me, greg at gregreed.com. It goes right to me. There's no secretary. There's no filter. It just comes right to my iPhone. Let me know how I can be of contribution, and the answer will be yes. All right. I got to fly. I will see you soon. You call me if I can help with. Thanks, Greg. All right. Job. Bye. So, fabulous Greg Reed. Next up, we have another guest who surrounded himself with some phenomenal people, literally went from making minimum wage to uh, basically co-starring in a movie with a very famous actress. I'm going to have him tell that story, but Marcello, are you there? Yes, I'm right here. How are you doing, Allison? Good morning. Hey, so good to have you. So, this is Marcello Sedford. Uh, Marcello Bedford, you have you have had quite the acting career. You're doing some amazing things now. And what I really love about you, Marcello, and the reason why I wanted to have you on the show when we're talking about masterminds, is you had an experience uh, when you were younger that really helped you to live your dream. And now you are actually helping other people who are about the same age you are to live their dreams. And uh, you're doing that by helping them to surround them with good people. I know you've got an amazing event coming up that you're going to actually unveil on this call today. Um, if, if you're still on board with that, did I? Are you still on board with that, Marcello? All right. Well, maybe maybe Marcello has to think about that for just a second if he's he's actually going to unveil this special offer. But I was talking with Marcello, got him to uh, to talk about something that he has coming up. This is the first time that he'll be talking about it. So I had him do it just especially for you guys. So when he gets back on, we're going to hear his story. Uh, we'll talk about that launch. So Marcello, are you back on? Yes, I'm right here. Totally, I'm right here. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just telling all my listeners how I was able to convince you to talk about this uh, new thing that you're doing. You're going to announce it very first on our show here at the end. I'm just asking if you're still on board with that. And now that I've got them all excited about it, I hope the answer is yes. Are you still on board with it? Oh, wow. You're putting me on the spot like this, Allison. But, yes, <laughs> the answer is emphatically yes. Yes, it is still happening. It is still going to happen. We are going to move forward with it. It's something that um, I've been wanting to do for a long time and everything, and now we're actually going to move forward. And um, and it's open to, to a select group and everything. And um, and we're really excited about it. Really, really excited about Good. it. Good. Well, I, I want more information at the end. Yes, we are going to wait till the end of the show so that everybody stays on because I also want people to learn from your incredible story. And, Marcelle, your story, story truly is incredible. I remember the first time I listened to it. Well, I, I'd known you already, and I just have to tell you a little bit about Marcello. Uh, you know, as my listeners know, I, I think that accomplishments are phenomenal Honestly, though, those aren't the things I remember. When I meet somebody, I really remember their heart. I remember their spirit. And I I just want to say to all of you listening out there, Marcello Sedford is one of the most real, most authentic, 
and most inspirational people I know. He's a phenomenal speaker. Um, he, if, if you get to talk with him, you absolutely will be uplifted. You will be motivated. So I wanted to give our listeners a chance to be uplifted and motivated by you. But let's start with your story, Martello, of how you got into the acting industry because it's a pretty incredible story. Yes, yes, it actually is an incredible story. Um, and, and, you know, and after all these years, it, it, it even still blows my mind. Um, to some degree, you know, I'm from Bronx, New York, um, New York, I'm a New Yorker by, by heart and everything. And, um, I was about, I would say 17 going on 18 years old at the time. And, um, and I was just like, like I heard you said, beginning, you know, from minimum wage to starting in a list movies and everything. And, um, basically I was, um, I was working at a supermarket. I was really just working at a supermarket, living my life, had a, had a smaller dream at the time and everything. And all of a sudden, what ended up happening is I ended up, uh, I was doing a little off-Broadway stuff, auditioning and everything, and I ended up going to an open call for a movie at the time called My Posse Don't Do Homework. And I met a producer at the time that really caught, a, caught his eye towards me. And it was a little producer at the time, really not a little producer, but named Jerry Bruckheimer, who you probably guys know from CSI, <laughs> uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. Dave Thunder, Top Gun, Eric and Gigolo. I mean, the hit list just goes on and on, comes and tight. And um, out of close to 15,000 kids that they searched all over America for between Miami, D.C., Los Angeles, Hollywood, of course, New York City and everything, and Atlanta, I ended up getting one of the lead roles in this movie, which later on became the movie Dangerous Minds. He ended up telling me that I got this movie while I was at work one day. And he couldn't have called me. He said, you probably don't know who I am, but I'm going to make you a star. And I was on my way to work that day, and I said, listen, uh, I don't know you really know who you are, but I got to go to work, and I don't want to lose my job. And he said, no, no, <laughs> go to work. I promise you, give me a few weeks, and you're going to be in Hollywood, California, playing with the big guys. I said, okay, whatever, whatever. Next thing I know, some paperwork comes in from some lawyers from Touchstone Pictures, which was a division of Disney at the time. I ended up signing a deal with Hollywood Pictures. I ended up doing a three-picture deal with them. And the next thing I know, I'm on set with Michelle Pfeiffer, and we're shooting for about six to eight months, a um, movie at the time, Dangerous Minds, and I was one of the lead roles in that movie. And if you've ever seen that movie, the movie became a cult icon. Um, it's, it's part of pop culture. I mean, people know that movie. It to this day all the time. Um, it's a classic and uh, from there, we end up doing the movie uh, Crimson Tide with Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. Um, I was actually going to do the movie Armageddon. I'm sure a lot of guys, 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 guys know the movie Armageddon, I'm sure. But I didn't end up doing that movie. I ended up doing a movie called Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones. I ended up doing after that. I've been working with Holly Berry. After that, I played a lead role with her. And the list goes on and on and on and on of some of the major people I've got to work with in this business over the span of over 25 years. And um, I've been very fortunate in this business. And I'm going to tell you, it didn't have to be. You know, it was, it, was, it was my choice at the end of the day to go ahead and really push it, take it to the first limits that I, can, I could do. And when I got into acting, I went from there into producing, into directing episodic shows. I'm sure there's a lot of episodes of TV shows that you love that I've most likely probably directed. I got to direct your feature films, I won many awards, got tons of accolades, and um, I was able to become a namestay in this business. It's one of the hardest things to do, 
And um, but again, it was persistence and working with some really, really big people, uh, from Ron Howard to Brian Grazer to to uh, Jerry Bruckheimer uh, um, to to Don Belisario, tons of amazing majors that I deal with in my Rolodex, and 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 they come, they mentor me, they help me, they, they help me help those that want to help themselves, and um, I just love what I do. What can I say, Allison? <laughs> yeah, you know, and Martella, here's the thing that's so. I think that's so incredible about you, and I've heard you speak before, and I have so many questions for you, but I want to start here because I think a lot of us, me included, are listening and thinking, wow, well, that's just a lucky break. You know, you just got a lucky break. You were the lucky one. You know, you you were, you were that, that could never happen to me. And I think to some extent, you really did have an incredible opportunity, but I also think that there are some things that we can learn from you because, you know, you said at the end of the day, it really was your choice, but what do you think some of those things are? If there's somebody out there just saying, man, you know, you're you're so successful, it's just because you were lucky and you would say, no, it's because what? Well, you know, what the thing is, you know, and and don't get me wrong, don't think I've never heard that, oh, lucky break, one out of a million, you got the Willy Wonka ticket, you got the lottery ticket, you know. And honestly, that's, that's really that's really not the case because if many people, there's other people like if, like that particular movie. There was there was that was a movie of like like a Breakfast Club, and in a sense that uh, there was a lot of other kids in the movie that took chances. Of, and I was the only one that made it. You understand? Just because you walk into that door doesn't mean that you're going to stay inside that house. You know? I mean, you're still a guest at the end of the day. I had to fight. I had to push. It was no different if I had never gotten that role. You know, people know inside themselves that they had it, they have it. Sometimes we just need a platform to help bring it out sometimes, you know. Let's say if I never did that movie, let's say that break never came. Would I have became the person that I am? I believe so. I believe so to some degree. I had the passion. I had the tenacity. I wasn't giving up. I was getting up 5 o'clock in the morning. I was, I, I was working to about... About five o'clock that evening, then I was going to New York City in the village, pounding the pavement, look, trying to get a, 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 a no to turn into a yes to try to get a role, to try to get a part in something and everything. And um, if you want to talk about a, a tough business, I'm sorry, acting is one of the toughest businesses that you yeah. can possibly get involved in, and, and, and you can put all the work in with no reward, no reward at the end of the day. You know, it's just that I tell people all the time that you have to be unattached and obsessed. You gotta love what you do. You gotta be passionate about what you do. It's really gonna show in your work at the end of the day. You know? So whether that was the the Wonka ticket or whatever have it, guess what, everybody? Now you got your lottery ticket. You got your Wonka ticket. I've been inside that house and I'm inviting you in. I'm putting you in the seat that I was in. So what's your excuse at the end of the day? Oh I can't you know yeah. I don't know. You, know, you can do it too. I tell people that all the time. I, and I'm going to tell you another quick thing. Right after I finished that movie, which I, I don't think I ever told you this, right after I finished that movie, and everybody be crazy, I had to finish with Dangerous Mind, the movie was done, um, I didn't have another movie. Right. I actually went back to a job in Los Angeles. I started working at a clothing store as a salesman for men's clothing. Right after I finished that ah. movie. Why? Yeah, I never knew yeah. that. Yeah, because that's all I really knew. That's all I really, really knew at the end of the day was to work a nine-to-five job. And I remember it was uh, 
Jerry Bruckheimer's assistant that happened to come in the store and said, uh, didn't I just see you a, a month ago on a set with Mel Shelby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they said, no, Mark, Mark, is that that you go back to this? You push forward. You go forward. You, are, you got a launching pad. You were given all kinds of advice. You, you, you were mentored. You, 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 no, you, you don't go backwards. You go forward. But you see, I was scared of going forward. Don't think I didn't have fear. I had a lot of fear. You know, I was like, I, I kind of thought it might have been a, a, a lottery ticket myself a little bit to a degree. But the thing was, I had to keep pushing forward. Don't be scared of the unknown. The unknown can be the known of your life. It can be the regular of your life. It can be your lifestyle and everything. And what people sometimes they want to do, they don't want to push to that door. So I quit that job that same day. That same day, I quit that job. And even though I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, what was it? I said, you know what? I got to get more work. I got to get more. And I pushed and I pushed. And I kept persevering, and I believed in the dream. I made the dream a reality. Because really, even though I had already did that movie, it still wasn't a sunken reality in my world. I was working as a salesman mm-hmm. in the clothing store. And then I, once I yeah. made change in my mind, everything went different. Everything changed different. My lifestyle completely, completely changed. And, and, and that's what I want what? people to know. Yeah, I I love what you said, and there's something that I heard in there, and I've been thinking a lot about this. And another thing about Marcello too, for those who who, who don't know, and I don't, I mean, we don't need to go deep into this, but you know, Marcello has a family. You know, I have a family. I'm a mother. I have kids, and um, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about lately, when it comes to my kids, when it comes to my career, is this: there's the fear of the unknown. And then there's the power of possibility. And am I teaching my children to fear the unknown? Or am I teaching them that there's a power in possibility? And I really had to take a step back and I had to look and I had to say to myself, well, you know what, in my career, I've really come to embrace the power of possibility rather than the fear of the unknown. But sometimes when it comes to my kids and stuff, you know, I'll look at them and they're so afraid of the unknown. They're so afraid of things that they just aren't sure And so I've been thinking a lot, you know, how can I teach them the power of possibility? And what I love about listening to you, Marcello, is I learned in there some things that I can teach them, that I can duplicate, that maybe I can even teach some of the people that I work with. And that is that successful people make great sacrifices. And the greatness is not in the magnitude of the sacrifice, but rather the choice of the sacrifice. And you were successful because you chose to sacrifice sleep. You chose to sacrifice ease and comfort to pursue your passion. You chose to sacrifice what you knew for what was possible. And I think that's what makes you so great. And I think that's why you're now able to inspire other people because you're showing them. And so what you're doing now, Martello, is you, you're actually helping, you know, young people, right? Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and the reason, and one of the greatest things is the reason why helping young people, you know, I, I do have children. I have four children. I have three boys, one daughter, all, all grown and everything, schools and colleges around the country and everything. And we, and we are helping millennials. You know, um, I know I'm sure people listening right now, they all have kids, you know, you know, this is a millennial generation, you know, and um, some people, you know, trying to get the kids and 
in certain areas and push further in their lives. And yes, people are scared, young people or even older people, some people are, are scared of the unknown. One of the things I live by in my life is if I wake up, and I, I, I tell my wife all the, time, all the time, she says, what's wrong? I say, I feel too comfortable. I feel too comfortable. Anytime mm, I feel yeah. too comfortable, I know I got to make a move. I know I got to do Amen. something. Amen. You know, it's so true because I did not start off being comfortable. The way I got where I'm at was not in a comfortable place, you know. It was from a place of passion. It was a place of, of determination. And anytime I feel too relaxed, I'm like, no, something is wrong, even with my team. If everybody's, I always tell people, I don't want to be the smartest person in the room, and I don't want everybody to agree with me. Because if everybody agrees with me all the time, guess what? I plateaued. There's no, there's no more learning for me. And I love to learn. I love experience. I love to get more. And I learned a passion for that. And I don't mind being wrong about something because it makes me only a better person at the end of the day. And people Yeah, I, I, I love that. Marcello, sorry to oh. cut you off. We, we have to go to break now. But uh, as you can tell, Marcello is uh, full of wisdom, full of truth, and full of inspiration. When we come back, we're going to talk more with Marcello. And Marcello, I want to get a little more into this concept of masterminds. Uh, we're going to talk to Marcello about a few of the people he's Absolutely. worked with and been able to surround himself with. And then Marcello, you said something interesting before. You said you want to invite people into your house. You literally are doing that coming up. So uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about how you can meet Marcello in person, uh, become part of an exclusive event, um, a couple, actually, opportunities coming up. So uh, when we get back, we'll hear more from Marcello Bedford. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What is the real social impact that those in the entertainment industry are making? Indie Vision Radio with host Scott C. Brown, the founder of the Indie Vision Project and Maxit Magazine, is a personal conversation about their work in the industry and the impact they're having on humanity. From world health to world peace, you're given a true behind-the-scenes look at what those working in the indie realm are doing to make a positive influence on the world. On the Influencers Channel, tune in to Indie Vision Radio, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America. It's time to elevate yourself and your business to the next level. What are the secrets of business success? Discover them on Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with your host, Kieran Sweeney. Find out who the business owners are that stand out in their respective industries and what they can teach you. The program contains valuable advice that can cost thousands through a professional consultant. Key Entrepreneurs of Influence can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern time on the voice america influencers channel if you want to transform your mindset to get more from life and enjoy more success then don't just get motivated be inspired listen as hosts james dentley and stephen pierce take you on a fun bold and exciting adventure that will inspire you with ideas stories and success strategies to help you find your passion live your dreams and experience more happiness and success Tune in to Be Inspired every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Your future depends on it. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be Inspired. 
You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with the truly fabulous Martella Thetford, a wonderful uh, person full of wisdom, full of experience. And uh, Martella has been telling us a little bit about how he got into acting and how he uh, became successful, attributes a lot of that to perseverance. Um, to sacrificing some of those things that are easy and comfortable uh, with doing things that really he was passionate about and uh, he was persistent as well. So, Marcello, our theme today is masterminds. We've heard in your story how you were able to surround yourself with people that really changed your life. What particularly touched me is is when you were working in the clothing store and you had somebody from Jerry Bruckheimer's office come in and say, hey, Marcello, you need to be somewhere else. I mean, that in and of itself is kind of a, a mastermind. You were surrounded by somebody who was inspiring you, uplifting you, uh, pushing you to be even better. So I would love to hear, and I, I'm going to ask you this question, who has been one of the most inspirational people that you've worked with and why? Wow. Wow. You know, I work with some amazing people as, as uh, celebrities, as producers, directors. Um, but I, I remember one day, and, and, and this is, this is a, 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 you guys understand this quick story. Um, I was actually shooting a movie, I was in the movie Crimson Tide. If you guys see the movie Crimson Tide, you'll, See me in the movie Crimson Tide with me, Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. And we was in um, um, San Pedro, California, which is like Long Beach, California. Real quick, um, I'm standing there um, with Denzel and, and Gene Hackman between a scene. And I'm standing there with them. And uh, looking, overlooking a sea of people, um, Navy men, there were extras that were in the movie, a hundred, if not three, four hundred people you know, for this big, big submarine scene we was about to do. And me, this young kid, I'm like, wow, look at all these people. You know, wow, look at all these, these people that are here for this thing. It's really blowing my mind, you know. Now, at the same time, Denzel and Gene Hackman, they look at me and they say, hey, you know, not everybody can play the lead. Somebody has to be an extra. And they walked off and they went back to set. And it blew my mind. And I thought about that. And I said, you know what, there's a position for everybody. Not everybody's going to be the president, not everybody's going to be the governor, and everybody's going to be the CEO, but it's not that you don't have the potential to be the president or the CEO or, or, or the high position in life that you want to hit. It's just that you have to fight for that position. You have to know what it takes and the sacrifice it takes to be Denzel Washington or Gene Hackman. And, and if you're not those positions, there are other positions out there for you that you're going to live that you might not like, that you might not want to be that you might be disgruntled, that you might be upset. And I knew at that moment what I wanted to be. I had to find my life position. I had to find my play position, my power position. And that's when I said, you know what? I'm not going to be just a guy that has a dream. I'm going to be the guy that lives a reality to help build people's dreams. And that's why I got into producing. And that's why I got into directing. Because at the end of the day, those are the things that motivate me and motivates others. I bring emotion from people. I emote. I bring things out of people and everything. And with that, when, they, when I see that success and I see that I'm doing it and I know that I'm doing my job. So that day really was a big change in my life of where I was going to stand in any business, in any industry that I do, 
is that I'm going to be the owner. I'm going to be the owner of my own fate. I'm going I'm to control my destiny. And the people that in my team that works around me is not going to have to worry about they, they know they chose the best captain or the best president to lead them to where they want to go to fulfill their dreams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, something you said reminded me of an experience that I had the other day. I was really feeling sorry for myself and thinking it was actually after I came out, I, I had the opportunity to go and visit Marcello uh, at his office, which is on the uh, studio lot in Manhattan oh. Beach where they're filming Avatar 2. I mean, literally, your office is down the hall from James Cameron. I mean, phenomenal yeah. uh, experience oh, yeah. for oh, me. Yeah. And it was funny. They, they have a set set up like a New York street. And so we took some pictures by that New York street, uh, Marcello and I did. I actually got some people on Facebook saying, oh, I see you were in New York. When were you there? And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. it's a, it's a thing. But yeah, yeah, exactly. I, thought, I thought you'd get a kick out of that. But after, you know, after I was there, I was flying back home. I live in Idaho. I started feeling sorry for myself and thinking, oh, gosh, I wish I, you know, I wish I lived there. I wish I was there more. I wish I could be more involved in these events. I wish I, you know, and I, I kept right. saying all these, like, I wishes, I wishes. And, you know, then I got the thought, Allison, you know what? If you want to live there, make it happen. If, it if happen. you want to do something, make it happen. You are not the victim of your circumstances. In fact, no. you can be the victor of your life. And I kind of gave myself a little kick in the pants, and I said, you know, I've got two choices here. Either I can, I can be happy with where I live and say this is, I'm living here because this is where I want to live, or I, I make some changes and I, I, I sell my house and I live somewhere else. So anyway, the, the point is and what you just said that really struck me is you really are in control of your, your own destiny. I think too often we play the extras in our own life. We're just yes, like absolutely. one of the extras. You, you are the lead. You are the brand. You are the person. And remember something. That's the one thing I, 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 I tell people all the time. When you have a dream and you say, hey, I have a dream to do this, there's a reason why everybody else doesn't see your dream. Because it's your dream. It's your dream. Yeah. A dream is a selfish, a selfish thing to have that you have, an emotion that you have in yourself that you have to put out to the world. So... The people around you, you say, well, why don't they see what I see? They're not supposed to. That's the catch-22 of it. You have to do it yourself because if you go ahead and make that dream a reality, it's such an enjoyment. It's such a fulfillment. It's a fulfillment that other people just won't understand at the end of the day, you know? And for you to have that dream, consider yourself special. And I tell that to everybody out there. That makes you a special person than the next person in the sense that all you have to do now is execute execute on that dream. And you might say, hey, I'm in this small town in the Midwest, or hey, I'm on this farm. I don't know how the heck I'm going to get out there. Trust me, when I was doing this business, there was no social media when I started. <laughs> there was barely a cell phone. I mean, there were, I mean there, these things were just not around that did we you have, have a now. Pager? I, had a, I had a pager. I had a pager. Oh, did I? I, I, had I, had a pager. I was like red box. I had a huge yeah. pager. Okay, I had a page yeah. that was about big as the side of my hip <laughs> at that time. You know? exactly. So you, you guys now. got so much technology. I didn't have TMZ. I didn't. I didn't have Safari. I didn't have Google Chrome. I didn't. I didn't have all these things that that these web browsers and everything that's out there now. So it's so much easier at your fingertips, you know. So the bottom line is, you can get access. You can access me. You can get to me. People find me from all over the world. And they say, hey, I heard you speak on the radio. I saw you on TV. I read your articles. And, and people get to me. And I say, you know what? Just you getting to me is a, comp- is a big accomplishment in itself. Yeah. Now, 
we can get to further. And they're so happy and they're so thankful. And you know what happens with, those, with that, that person that had that dream on that farm or way out in the Midwest? They come and they see other people that got dreams too. And they work together. That's mm-hmm. why masterminds and stuff like that are just amazing at the end of the day because you need people that think the same like you. I cannot make a movie if someone is thinking about a different industry. I need everybody on the movie set is thinking about this movie, okay? That's why this movie gets completed. Or any, any industry as such, you must be around like minds. And that's, what dry, and that's the early stages of having your dream. Yeah, there is frustration. And you're wondering why. Why is this not working? Why? Because you're not around people that think the same like you. And there are people yeah. out there that's out there for you to meet if you endure through the early stages of any business. Any business starts off with trouble. Uh, Steve Jobs, he has the problems with starting up his business. Mark Zuckerberg had problems starting up his business. Everybody does. Nobody is immune to that at the end of the day. But if you persevere and you get through those early stages, you're going to see people that have like minds and you will be speaking the exact same language. So in speaking of like-mindedness, Marcello, I know that you are a person of action. I know that you not only talk the talk, but you walk it as walk well. Walk the walk. <laughs> and so that, that being said, you have created an opportunity for people to attend a high-level mastermind and surround themselves with like-minded people. Now, I'm, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about this, but, you know, I, I'm going to say a few words because you and I had talked about this before. I will tell you, if you're listening right now, this mastermind is not for everybody. Um, it's like Martella was saying, a true mastermind is something where you surround yourself with like-minded people. So this is for people who have achieved a certain level of success already in their industry or in their business, a very, very small group. Um, but, and and we aren't, because of that, because there's this kind of a a pre-screening, um, process, I know Marcello, you aren't going to disclose necessarily the dates right now. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about the location and, and kind of maybe some of the benefits of being involved in that type of mastermind? Well, you know, just to go a little further on what you had, going back on what you had just said, again, you said it so perfectly right. You know, it's not for everybody. It really isn't. It's for those at the end of the day who have achieved the amount of the success and understand the opportunity. The person that understands the opportunity that is the mastermind because we have great minds coming together um, that are going to be sitting down to, to, to check people's accountability, to get feedback for collaboration. And if you've never been to a mastermind, this is a mastermind that you definitely need to be at. And if you have been to a mastermind, been to many in the past, again, this is a mastermind you should definitely be at because one of the best masterminds yeah. that is it, it's phenomenally great. And as far as where we're doing it at, you know – I believe in presentation. I believe in giving the best to the people that have traveled far and, and, and are dreamers and, and are more than dreamers, but are living their reality in the present. I always have this other saying saying, there's no power like the present. And, and, and taking a move, a bold move, is, is the strongest thing that you can do in your life. Move boldly in what you do. We're going to be at Manhattan Beach Studios. Manhattan Beach Studios, if you're not familiar with it, you can look it up online. It's also known as MBS Media Campus. You can look, you can Google it if you want. That's where my office is located and everything. And as Allison said, my office is down the hall from James Cameron. 
where they shoot Avatar 2. They actually shoot Avatar 2 in the soundstage right next door to me. We shoot the show Scorpion there, CSI, uh, Jane the Virgin. Um, actually, Marvel is located there as well as a base camp there and a, a plethora of other Star Tech companies that are really taking the scene right now. It's one of the hottest places in Los Angeles that you can be actually in California, period, as far as uh, uh, the new startup of Hollywood and what's going on right now. So uh, we're oh there. I'm going to have to kind of leave him with a cliffhanger because uh, we are actually out of time on the show. But let, oh, me, no. let me leave with, I know, I know, right? But let me leave with this. <laughs> going to be at that studio, high-level mastermind. If you've achieved yeah. some level of success, you're interested in being with people that are like-minded, Please contact uh, me. You can just send me an email. I'm going to pass along the information, Marcello. Uh, the email is also listed up the show, but it's just Allison, A-L-L-I-S-O-N, at soulintuition.com. That's S-O-U-L, intuition.com. Again, Allison at soulintuition.com. Just say, hey, I'm interested in talking to Marcello about being part of this mastermind. I'm going to pass that along to him. Also, I want to yeah. mention one other thing in closing. July 10th, you're actually doing a launch party at yeah, your office awesome. along with Dave, yeah. David T. Fagan, who's opening his office there as well. well and if you yes. want to go check out, if you want to check out the studio, you want to check out the set, you want to see where the mastermind's going to be, talk to Marcello. That is by invitation only. There's, there's no cost or anything, but if you're interested in attending that on July 10th, you can put that in the email as well. So, Marcello, thank you so much for being on. Thank you, you for having here. me. Thank you so much. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.